0: Welcome to Tales of Marketing Transformation, laying firm foundations for your marketing journey. Tune out all the black magic and imagine a time where marketing has transformed into something human. Where marketing is about building relationships with people you serve. Where marketing is about helping people. That time is now. This is Tales of Marketing Transformation. And here's your host, internationally recognized marketer, speaker, and podcaster, Dr. Jürgen Strauss.
1: Hello, and thank you for joining me as I share more about the quest to make marketing human again. In the last episode, I spoke about getting really clear about who our dream customer is, who we serve what drives them, what are their dreams, their desires, their goals, and what frustrates them, what challenges do they face. In today's episode, we'll explore our dream customers' needs, and in doing so, learn even more about our dream customers. Head on over to talesofmarketingtransformation.com for the show notes to this episode. Also, if you have a podcast or you're thinking about starting a podcast, reach out to me to discuss how I can help you with editing, with production, with music, or whatever's getting in your way of getting your voice heard and building your visibility, your credibility, and connection with your dream clients. Do you really know what your dream customer needs? Remember that... People don't buy products or services, they buy transformations, hence the name transformational marketing. They buy what you actually do for them, what goal that you help them achieve. What's the transformation your dream customer is really wanting to achieve?
0: This is Tales of Marketing Transformation.
1: Here we were. About to head into the restaurant for our breakfast meeting with our prospective client. Our pitch deck in hand. Would they like our proposal? What if we missed the mark, didn't have something of value to them? Would the entire trip be a waste? One of my joint venture partners and I were about to pitch a large project to a potential client. We'd worked long nights and through many long-distance teleconferences with the potential client and then with our other joint venture partners to develop a plan for this business and how we could help them. Our team had all bases covered, all knowledge that we felt was appropriate. Marketing, communications, human resources, people development, systems and structure, operations, cultural coaching. And yet, as the two of us walked through the door of that restaurant to meet with our prospective client, we were both nervous and excited, both confident and apprehensive. The CEO of the business stood up from the table he was sitting at and came forward to greet us. He and I knew each other quite well from many interactions over several years and had a really good relationship. I introduced my partner and then we were both introduced to the other people from our prospective client company. We ordered breakfast and small talk followed. The conversation moved on to business and I asked the leading question, what's your biggest challenge right now? Knowing full well what the answer would be as we'd been having these conversations with the CEO for quite a while. We listened intently as each of the people from our prospective client company answered and whilst all having their unique perspective, the core issue was one that we were well aware of and had prepared a package to address. We asked many questions to cross-check our assumptions. And, when the time was right, we began our presentation. It seemed to resonate with our audience. They asked many questions. They challenged some of our information and agreed with other information. They were engaged. They were enthusiastic and energetic in their responses. The meeting went really well. After our meeting, as we were saying our goodbyes, the CEO looked at me and said, that was perfect, just what we needed. It was as if you had read my mind. By following the ideas and suggestions shared in my last episode, we've built a really deep understanding of our dream client, their beliefs, their aspirations, some of their wants and needs. Now we need to dig deeper into their wants and needs focused particularly on their desired outcome and understand where our dream customer is at right now. Where they're at right now, we call the before state and their desired outcome, we call that the after state. I've mentioned before that one of the most important principles of all business is that people don't buy products or services they buy transformations hence the name transformational marketing i said it before they buy desired outcomes our product or service is the bridge to that desired outcome it's the vehicle taking our dream customer from their before state to their after state now if we don't know what it will take for our dream customers to achieve their desired outcome, then they can't achieve it. We can't help them achieve it. To better understand our dream client's current state and their need, it's really important to realize that the current state is made up of a set of beliefs. And there are external beliefs, there are internal beliefs, and there are fundamental or core beliefs. So what does that mean? Well, Let's use weight loss as an example because that's kind of one that possibly all of us can relate to. Now, my core belief might be that I'm fat, I'm carrying too much flab around my middle, I'm out of shape and unfit. Those are things that I would probably say. In fact, I'm saying them now. Internal beliefs are deeper and often more difficult to really get to and understand. Now, we have The five whys exercise in our system, this is the problem-solving technique that was first used by Toyota in the um, original lean methodology that they applied to manufacturing. The five whys exercise for problem analysis is one way that we might be able to find out more. So in my example, internal beliefs for weight loss might be that I'm big boned. I'm Mad at myself for not exercising more. I don't like my body. I'm embarrassed to go to the pool and take my shirt off. And the core beliefs are usually the same thing for most problems and come down to things like, I'm not good enough. I'm afraid people will judge me. I'm not worthy and things like that. We can then look at the after state or the desired result. Now, in my example of weight loss, it could be that I'm fit, I'm healthy, I'm at my ideal weight, I'm confident, I am good enough, I am worthy, I can do whatever I set my mind to. So this is the after state, and typically it's kind of the opposite of the problem situation. Of course, if it were that simple we wouldn't have an obesity problem in society today there are always objections that are a barrier to people travelling from their before state to their after state these are often under the same categories so they often come back to things like i don't have time i don't have money i've tried before and it didn't work so weight loss i don't have time to train I've got no money to get a personal trainer. I'm tired. I have no energy to train every day. I don't have the discipline to be consistent. I don't think it will work. I've tried dieting and exercise before and I just put the weight back on after I lost a little bit. So barriers are always going to be there and in getting from the before state to the after state, we need to address those barriers or objections. Let's consider another example. A business owner that wants to grow their following and sell more tickets to their events. Their before state, external beliefs, might be that our marketing isn't working. I don't know how to get more sales. I don't have enough time to promote. This marketing and sales thing is too hard. I've tried it before and it didn't work. Internal beliefs could be that I have limited reach. People aren't interested in what I offer. The quality of what I do isn't valued. And the core beliefs come back again to the same kind of things. It's a fear of being judged, not being good enough. The perfectionist trap comes into play here. And a fear of what I don't understand. So I've sneaked some objections in there already. But if we look at this example, the objections are going to be around lack of time Not enough money to pay really good marketers, salespeople or event promoters. I don't know how to do this. I tried something before and it didn't work. And then looking at the after state, the desired result of course is sold out events with ease and plenty of time to focus on actually preparing the awesome event itself. Being relaxed about my events. Knowing that there's a system in place that can repeat the selling process For future events so that they're sold out as well. In fact, people are sending me emails or demanding that why don't you run more events because we couldn't get into this one. It was sold out so quickly. That is the desired after state. So the deeper we go with this understanding of the before and after state and objections. The clearer our messaging is going to be to our dream customers we'll be able to focus on the transformation and keep a lookout for the best ways we can enable our customers to achieve their desired result. I encourage you to use this framework to truly understand your dream customer's problem, pain or need. Use a whiteboard or a clean sheet of paper and draw up three columns for the before state the after state, and in the middle, put the objections. Take a look at them from the external beliefs, the internal beliefs and the core beliefs. And even with the objections, look at external, internal and core. This will really help you understand your dream customer's problem, pain or need at a very deep level. And if you can articulate their need in a way that even your dream customer can't, but when they hear it, they'll jump up and shout, yes, that's exactly what I need. It's like you are reading my mind. Then your message will be heard. Let me know what happens and how you go.
0: This is Tales of Marketing Transformation.
1: My personal book recommendation for this episode is They Ask, You Answer by Marcus Sheridan. In this book, Marcus describes an approach to content marketing that is based on addressing people's problems and needs. When people have questions, they typically ask a search engine these days. Now, if you provide those answers with the right content strategy, you'll be seen as the authority and not just another advertisement. So get They Ask You Answer by Marcus Sheridan from your favourite bookstore. Thanks for listening to this episode. Subscribe to the show to be reminded of new episodes. It's free to subscribe. Leave a review if you like. Now, even if you don't like me, I'm okay with that. I'm asking you to leave a review because it helps other people find this show, others that might find it helpful. Go to Tales of Marketing Transformation to join our Marketing Transformation community and access a free gift that my team and I made for you. It's the Marketing Master mini class. We want to give you everything you need to transform your marketing into a human-centered, relationship-focused growth engine so that you can build your visibility, your professional credibility and your connection with your ideal clients. I'm Jürgen Strauss from Overbiz. Tune in again next week when I'll talk about our message to our target market. Stay awesome, and let's make marketing human again.
0: Thanks for coming on this journey with Tales of Marketing Transformation. Join us next week for another fabulous episode. For episode resources, visit www.talesofmarketingtransformation.com. Stay connected by subscribing at talesofmarketingtransformation.com forward slash subscribe.